Welcome to the Branches Podcast. Following the lead of Jesus, we seek to embrace people regardless of their background or their present ground in the hope they find holy ground. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about the reckless love of Jesus or our community of faith, please visit our website at branchesoc.com. Welcome. Happy Mother's Day. Um, uh, You guys get to hear from me today, which I'm excited about. But um, before I start, um, for quite some time in my life, Mother's Day was a really hard time. Um, and so I just want to pray for each of us here, no matter where we are, um, that, that God would be with us, that he would speak to us where we are at. Um, some of us are waiting to be a mom. Some of us, um, just lost our mom, um, or didn't have a great relationship with her, but (coughs) I feel like, um, moms need to be celebrated regardless, um, and that no matter where we are, the Lord is with us and he needs our prayer. So I'm going to go ahead and pray really quick and then I'll get started. Father God, thank you so much for, for moms, for the fact that you came into this world as a mom. You value moms, they're important to you, and they have a purpose. And God, today I pray that each of us would hear more about us serving you than anything else, um, and that your presence would be here. We pray these things in your name. Amen. So when Boog asked me to share a little bit ago, I was like, okay, sure, no problem. I actually find it quite a joy and a privilege to be able to teach. Um, I spend my days teaching children, which is amazingly fun, but I'm finding that it's kind of fun to teach adults too. And so um, it's a total gift, and I'm just grateful. So thank you for being here and being willing to listen. Um, And the message that I'm sharing today is one that has kind of repeatedly repeated itself in my life. Um, We're going to look at Mary, the mother of God. And um, we're not going to focus so much on her as a mom. We're going to look at her, her servant attitude to the call and her response the unexpected. Um, I've always been fascinated with her since I was younger. I remember the first time, I think I was probably around 11 or 12, when I realized or was taught the fact that she was just a teenager. She was this young Jewish girl who loved God um, and was excited to be married. It had been decided that she was going to marry a man named Joseph, who was from a really good family. Things were going amazing for her, and she was looking upon her life with expectancy of things that she just expected were happening, going to happen. And I just kept thinking, I remember as a young girl, like, what? Like, why a teenager? And why would he ask that of her? But God knew all along what he was going to do with Mary's life. And he knew that extraordinary things were going to happen with her. So Mary got the call. An angel appeared and told her that she was going to carry the God of the universe into this earth so that we could experience an incredible life. 
Now, Mary, being this young girl and this good Jewish girl, she knew her scriptures. She was already a woman of God, being that she was such a young age. age, She already had learned the scriptures. She knew this God, and she had already decided that she was his servant, even before he asked her. I love her response. I'm your servant. I'll do whatever you ask me. I serve you. Not only was her response amazing, but Mary knew her scriptures. She knew what prophecy had said. She knew that the Messiah was coming as a baby to a virgin. And I think a lot of times when God calls us to the unexpected, we don't think about what we already know in the scriptures. We kind of get, we forget. But I think it's important for us as just believers to know the scripture because sometimes the unexpected comes to us. We get this call that we're not really certain is from the Lord. And the first place that I would want to go, just like Mary, is to the scriptures and know, oh, wait, that's right. You're promising us this Messiah. This is exactly as you said it would be. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. So already, just in that first few moments of the call, we, we know that Mary is a woman of God. She knows her scriptures. And she responds with an attitude of service. And I think about all the times in my life when God's called me to the unexpected. I always question at first, like, what? What? No, that seems super absurd. That is not normal. That is not normal. <laughs> Everybody is going to question me. Are you sure, Lord? <laughs> and I can think back to planting branches. Really? You're going to be a pastor? <laughs> you said you never wanted to be a pastor. We are not doing that. We are not leaving our comfortable little bubble, <laughs> which was so, so sweet. Everything looked great. That's hard. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's uncomfortable. This past year, I think, for me, something that I just can't get out of my head is the Lord constantly telling me, I am not without comfort. When you're comfortable, you don't know me. You don't see me. You don't feel me. I like <coughs> to turn us around from the inside out. I like to turn you around to make you think about why you need me. Why are you serving me? Just the purpose of the discomfort is it causes us to look straight at God, to realize that who we are serving is the one that knows the plan from beginning to end. And without that discomfort, we can't truly see why we need a Savior. What God was asking Mary to do was deeply uncomfortable. But she knew that she served a God of extraordinary things. 
when God called us to plant branches, I was like, no. <laughs> but I knew who I served. I knew who we served. And I knew that he would do extraordinary things. And so from the beginning of everything in this message, I want us to think about, <clears throat> do we know that we serve a God who does extraordinary things? When we get the call, when God calls us to do something super different, unexpected, not the way we planned it, what is our response? <clears throat> First, Mary said, I am your servant. I can tell, probably being a woman, she probably freaked out all over the place. And she did exactly what I would do. She ran to someone she believed in and trusted. To her friend, her cousin, a woman that she know loved God. And here is another example. She knew her scriptures. She knew who she served. But God has blessed us with community, with people that we can run to when we're called to do that unexpected thing, when things don't go the way we want to. It says that she hurried some of the um, commentaries and different versions said she ran <laughs> to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered the home of Elizabeth. Elizabeth had um, been experiencing the unexpected. She'd been waiting for a baby for a very long time. But she was focused on her service to God. She knew that God had a plan for her life. And Mary admired that and went to her. And I think this is such a testimony to each of us about our community. When I think about my life group and my group of girls that I will run to, and I have run to, and I will run to, <laughs> they are like, God's hands for me in those times when I just don't think I can follow what God's calling me to. I'm not sure I can do this. But they are, our community and our people are what God uses for us in those times to say, I think this is confirmation of what God might be doing. This is part of the plan. Let me pray with you. Let me be with you. Let me walk with you. Let me let you mourn a little bit of what you thought was going to happen with your life but this is it. And um, it, I love reading this part of the story because I could just picture Elizabeth's face when she felt that Holy Spirit movement in her womb. And she was filled with the Holy Spirit. It was as if the life that God was going to give Mary just jumped into Elizabeth. And all of that at that very moment was one of those God-treasuring moments when she was confirmed with, I, God's calling me to this. This is, this is what God's calling me to do. It was a confirmation of sorts. And I feel like um, so many times we try to do this kind of stuff alone. God calls us to something and we just want to keep it to ourselves and we don't want to go to the people that we know believe in him and follow him and serve him. Um, but Mary did, and I'm so glad she did, because it was able to give her confirmation that God was calling her to something amazing. 
an extraordinary thing to give her um, encouragement for the journey that was to come. <coughs> so she spent three months there, and um, I can imagine that that time was really hard, that there were lots of people who had opinions. There were lots of lives being turned upside down. Joseph, for instance. His whole world. Wait, what? And during that time, the Lord met each of them exactly where they were and did what he needed to do with them. That Mary's response to the call, her willingness to be his servant, allowed God to do incredible things with all of the people and all of the parts that were part of the plan. Sometimes when we get that call and the unexpected and we realize, oh my gosh, this is not the way I planned it, I, there, so many people will be impacted by this decision that I'm making. And I think that Mary only cared about what God cared about. Her heart was his. She had to let people, she had to let the God of the universe do what he needed to do with all the other parts so that she could be faithful to her God. And I think about those three months when she spent refuge there and how God was doing what he was doing. And I don't know what it was like, but I know for me in my life when the unexpected has come and all of us have experienced all the unexpected parts of our lives, <laughs> It's so incredible to see how God changes people when we make a decision to follow the call. Um, Mary was able to see beyond because of her focus. She didn't have to look around her and see all these things. She knew that God had an incredible plan to touch the world through this baby. She, she knew because she followed her God. And she knew what scripture said. So <clears throat> I'm going to jump forward and kind of walk through the parts. Because sometimes um, when we make that decision, yes, I can do this. Yes, I'll do it. It's super weird and so totally different, very uncomfortable. We come upon times when we're just like, I don't think I can walk in my feet. <laughs> I'm not sure I can do this one. And that's when God usually steps in and brings some sort of a treasure so that we can keep, keep going. Because Mary knew this was going to be a really long road. She knew the end. She knew that she was going to have to let go of her son. So we go to the birth of Jesus. And um, those of us who've been privileged to do it, to hold our babies for that very first time, to see what God has done, we know that it's holy. But <laughs> I can't get past the part of like the God of the universe and your responsibility that you got to bring him into this earth. The Bible can't even do it justice to know that the glory 
of the Lord was there. Didn't matter where she was, obviously. <laughs> it doesn't matter where we get called to do it. When he comes there, when God is present with you in that moment, it is a treasure. Man, raising kids isn't easy. But I store that treasure of that moment in my heart just like Mary did. God gave her that moment, that treasure, so that she could look and live and deal with the hard parts of the call that were to come. <clears throat> Mary says this, or this right here, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. This is said more than once in this life story of Mary's. This moment that she got to experience the birth of Jesus was a treasure that would take her through to the foot of the cross. God knew that. Man, we get called to do some things that are really, really challenging. We have to take the treasures that he gives us on the way to get through it. There are so many treasures. This place is hard. We're called to serve him. Mary was called as a servant to the Lord. That is not an easy life. God does not promise us easy, but he does promise us treasure. And we know that in the end, the greatest treasure ever. <clears throat> so Mary was able to store up these treasures in her heart to get through the rest of the story. As soon as Jesus was born, there was a lot upon his life. The king, king Herod was, was very upset that there was another king. This might be the Messiah. <clears throat> I can't imagine what that would feel like to know that somebody was after my son. Those are the ugly parts of being the mom of the God of the universe, I guess. <clears throat> but Mary knew the call. Joseph also knew the call, and they were obedient to what he asked them to do, and they said, please take your son away, and they got 12 amazing years with Jesus. <clears throat> Extraordinary things happened, I'm sure. Intimate moments with the God of the universe. More treasures. I can't even imagine, I'm sure. I mean, I know. I get to experience them every day with my own kids. The beauty of motherhood. Um, just all the fun, all the things. Again, more confirmation of the call. And then he gets lost. They can't find him. He's missing, and everybody knows, she knows, that somebody's out to kill him. 
And God begins to prepare Mary's heart for what she knows to come in the future of letting go and the death of her son. Jesus is missing for three days. I actually learned this. I had never heard this before, but um, this was anticipation for the crucifixion and the resurrection, that Jesus was missing at 12 years old for three days. She found him on the third day on the steps of the temple sharing the good news of who he was. And when Mary found him, I'm sure she was, well, I know, it says she was extremely anxious. And Jesus' response is, why are you searching for me, teenager? (coughs) Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? They did not understand what he was saying to them. Mary is again faced with the unexpected, wait, you're my son. (laughs) But I think at that moment she realized, oh, wait. That's right. I'm called your servant. I'm faithful to you, Lord. I will follow the plans. I have to let go. So he went to Nazareth. He did go with them, and he was obedient to them. And here we go again. But his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And she got to watch Jesus grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. I get to be a part of his becoming. To watch him transform into the God of the universe in front of her eyes. To be a part of his ministry. To watch him change people. But more importantly, to be a part of the life that we all get to live a part of. Extraordinary. Treasured. To bring her to the foot of the cross. To get her through every mother's We are all going to face dark days. I know that. This is not our home. We've been talking a lot about that. But Mary treasured up all the things that God had given her to take her to the foot of the cross. says that um, near the foot of the cross stood his mother, his aunt. Why do I have Mary? I don't even understand it, but whatever. Another lady named Mary. I'm sure there's some biblical reason. Um, Every one of the women that were there loved God. Either they knew who God was or they had been brought to him by Jesus. They were able to look ugly in the face because they knew that God was going to fulfill his promise. 
ugly appears in our lives a lot of times. I know for me, a lot of times I don't want to look to Herod. I don't want to look at it. I'd rather just run away. <clears throat> I'd rather not deal with it. Just like the first time we got the call to do this, I'd be like, nope, it's uncomfortable. I don't like that. We cannot know the joy or the life of the resurrection unless we look at the death that happened before it for us. Um, I imagine that it was really, really hard for Mary to sit there and watch the suffering. But again, I am certain that she knew who she served she knew the God of the universe had a, a plan and intention. And she was just fulfilling the call. Um, when Jesus was on the cross, he, he didn't say much, we know that, but um, he called out to his mom don't see that part up there in my notes it's okay and he said i am your son and you are my mother um when i looked at the commentaries of the word mother it made sure because sometimes people say mother as like a word of disrespect but it was a calling of complete reverence to all that she had done for him You are my mother, and I am your son. And then he switches over, and he looks at one of the disciples, and he said, Now she is yours. Take her in as your own. For me, when I've sat through those ugly <clears throat> foot of the cross moments, it blows my mind how God cares for me in those moments. And calls out exactly what I need at that time. To lose, her husband had already died and her son was dying and she was kind of losing everything. But Jesus knew what she needed. She needed a home to be cared for. And so that was, that was, his, that was what he said. And, and from that point on, he, she lived in the home. I think it was John. And he cared for her until she died. Sometimes when we sit at the foot of the cross and we have to stare ugly in the face, we actually don't want to look up. And we don't want to acknowledge the pain and get rid of the hurt. But I think it's really, really important that Jesus called out to her and specifically said to her, you have a job to do. I'm almost finished, but you're going to be really well taken care of. It's going to be okay. <clears throat> There's really nothing more to say about the ugly part of that, but Mary knew the plan, and we know that. Because three days later, the resurrection. And when, when she came upon Jesus, It was like the whole story finished 
And she realized, oh, here we are. This is it. And she fell and worshipped him, and everything changed because she was now in the presence of the God that she had been serving from the beginning. The Lord completely transformed her heart with extraordinary. The extraordinary came to fruition, and she was able to see the God that she had been worshiping since she was a child alive and ready to change the world, the Messiah, the one she had been waiting for. When we get the call, sometimes, or the unexpected happens, what is our response? Are we able to see the extraordinary? Are we able to walk years and years in service to what we know the plan is? It's not an easy road. to be more like Mary in the way that I know who I serve. I know the life that God wants to give everyone. And I want to be committed to the plan. Always. <clears throat> this verse um, has always been a gift to me because sometimes it's hard to understand the end or the finish or the goal of it all. The day-to-day -day gets really, really hard. I'm sure that was the same with Mary. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name, for in perfect faithfulness you have done wonderful things planned long ago. We know the plan. Are we his servant? Are we willing to respond? I am your servant. I will go where you go. I will do what you do. And what will our response be? Will we go to scripture? Will we go to the God-loving people that we know will lead us and help us and confirm his call? I'm going to pray really quick. And then Jesus going to sing a song that was amazing, of course. Um, but I really, I really want you to think about your call and who you are and what is God to you and how are you willing to serve him and go where he will take you. Because if you do, the extraordinary will happen. Father God, I just pray that we heard you, that through the life of Mary, the woman that you chose to bring Jesus on this earth, that we would see the beauty of your being your servant, the incredible gift that you gave us through your son, and the amazing life that we could have here on this earth. 
as you anticipate. So um, I've known Steph for a long time. And uh, this verse, I am the Lord's servant, I've been able to see that. And I've been able to see what the Lord does in someone that surrenders themselves to him, whether it be male or female. Um, I don't know if you caught this. I caught it because, well, I've known her for a long time. But she said, you know, sometimes I just don't want to look under the hood. And when she said that, it brought me right back to right before we got married. And she had this 1968 Volkswagen Bug. And um, it was a, a beater beyond beater. And it had holes. So in the, back of, in the back seat on the floorboard, there were holes. So you could pull like a full Fred Flintstone and run and your feet would go through. So if she went around a turn and there was water in the gutter, it would shoot up. And I think she actually did it to one of her friends in college, not on purpose, but they went around, they all make up up to go out and And that car was a beater and it started making funny noises. I'm like, Steph, have you changed the oil? Have we checked this out? No, no, no. What do you mean? I don't want to lift that hood. What do you mean you don't want to lift the hood? You have to. She goes, I might find something bad. I go, so you just leave the hood closed and just ignore it? But that's not the woman that she is today. She, she, when she says, I am the Lord's servant, and she's referring to Mary, she's also referring to herself. And what the Lord does when you sur surrender to him is that he creates something new. Let's face it, we're all disasters. But when we surrender to him, he creates something beautiful. One of my friends was talking about um, Steph, and he said, you know, when you guys first got married, she was like this really fragile flower. But now she's like this sunflower that just, you know, shoulders back, sun out, guns out. Like she's, and that's what the Lord does in us when we surrender to him. And to see her strength and the strength of so many of you as you surrender to him. And and it's made her into a, a, a bit of a weirdo in a good way. Um, she even took the attention off herself. When Boog asked me to speak, yeah, what husband ever asks her wife to speak on Mother's Day? Hey, I got a great plan for you for Mother's Day. Why don't you come up and give the mother of all book reports in front of everybody? <laughs> While you got everything else going this week. But her heart was such that she just said, you know what? I have something to share. I want to share it. I'm, I'm going, it's Mother's Day. I'm trying to talk her out of it. I, I didn't win that fight, obviously. She's also, um, for Mother's Day, says, I want a grill. Like a barbecue grill? What woman ever asked for that? So I turned her no on that. She doesn't get that. She gets the facial thing. But you couldn't keep her back from this. Because that's what the Lord does in us. When we surrender to him, he does stuff in you and he will call you to the uncomfortable and you'll wanna go do it. You'll wanna go and open up the hood because you trust that the Lord is going to show up and that he truly is the boss and he cares for us and loves us. And as I look out and see so many of your faces, I've seen the Lord do things through you because you've surrendered to him, because you said, yes, you're my servant. So when you leave today, there's flowers there there should be no woman that has to go and grab one of those. 
It should be us grabbing it for them. That thing better be empty. I don't care if there's a woman walking with seven flowers. Let's not, I mean, they shouldn't have to go do that. So make sure you go there. If there's a woman here that you've seen the Lord shine through that has been an influence to you or to someone else, grab that and give it to them. Let's make sure that thing's completely empty. Um, the other thing we need to do is uh, there, there's a woman that came here this morning that actually is part of towing the trailer back. Her and her husband are towing it back. They've got to be somewhere. So we need to help and get the trailer load as quick as possible so they can go to what they need to do. So um, we have a smaller breakdown team today. Uh, so men, uh, we could use you to help up in the children's thing to tear that down, um, to help with the kitchen and the sound and all that kind of stuff. So let me close this in prayer. Father, help us to see what Mary saw. Help us to see the hope she had in something that seemed so crazy, so uncomfortable. Calm our hearts, Lord. May we surrender and know that you are God. We ask this in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen.